0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم على سيدنا محمد وسلم الحمد لله الحمد لله has guided us given us direction and he has shown us through the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam who is the perfect human being how we live our lives in this world so that we may build a life in the other world. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and rahmah and mercy on the Prophet is so huge and tremendous that human beings will not need any other guidance after the guidance that was given to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa when you are studying any field, any subject, you will see that every year, every two years, every three years, the textbooks you use, they have to be revised. And you'll have the first edition, second and third and fifth, and then they will disappear and be replaced by other books and those other books will also have first, second, third editions because human beings in their fields of learning they go through experience and they see that there's a better way and to teach the subject because they have found new information or some different types of information which makes them change the books, sometimes the curriculum, sometimes the paradigm, and sometimes even everything else behind that. Their theories. But with the guidance that is given to Muhammad wasallam. The Quran itself only has one addition. The Sunnah only has one addition. The Ahadith of the Prophet sallallahu they only have one addition if it is narrated from the Sahaba. That the Tabi'un did not change those narrations into a different edition. And this is the first edition of Bukhari Muslim or this is the first edition of the Sunnah as practiced by the Sahaba and this is the second edition. The guidance from the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu is never edited. It is never revised people may understand it in different ways but the material, the content the stuff that came from Muhammad wasallam to all of mankind is still the same. This is Allah's fadl on the Prophet that from the time he received this revelation and knowledge from Allah until the day of judgment it will suffice for all human beings in all places at all times without the need to review, revise, edit, change, corrupt, distort, repeal. Wa kana fadlullahi The fadl of Allah on you, O Muhammad is huge. It is tremendous because it incorporates centuries of human beings' need for guidance, and centuries of experience, centuries of change, trial and error. But the father of Allah remains the same for Muhammad And as beneficiaries of being part of his ummah, that is also for us. It is as if you compare the knowledge that Allah Subhanahu gave to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi to the well of Zamzam. It's the same well, same source, and it's the same water that comes out day in and day out. We must appreciate this fact as an aqidah, as a reality more than the fact that the sun comes out every day. Why? Because once we are convinced and we believe that the knowledge given to Muhammad is forever and it is perfect, then we will start behaving as if we are already guided. We already have the source of guidance, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already answered our prayer in Surah Fatiha, Ihdil al-Siratul Guide us onto the right path. When we see that Muhammad's knowledge is perfect, when we see that revelation is perfect, and then we measure everything else against this perfect guidance, against the Qur'an, against the Sunnah, and then this is how we are guided. So if there is any crookedness in our lives, that we are going off on tangents here and there, or we're going astray, then we are measuring ourselves, our ideas, our ideals, our behavior, our action, our interaction, our lives against this guidance. And this is something we do as Muslims anyway, without spelling it out this way. Every time we want to discuss an issue of Salah, Salam, Zakat, or Hajj, we have a reference. Every time someone wants to know what should we do nowadays in the midst of this crisis, then you say the Quran is there, the Sunnah is there. The way of the Sahaba is there. So for Muslims, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down a Nabi Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, who came to guide all people from his time until the day of judgment. And there is no need for anyone else to come and say, we are going to guide you further. All the guidance you, gave, you, you gain from this source is no longer relevant to you and you need another source of guidance. This is a miracle. This is a ma'jizah. And whoever comes into Islam and they take the shahadat they do the same thing. We as Muslims must appreciate that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us guidance through Muhammad sallallahu Who is the perfect human being. And our lives are measured against the behavior of this perfect human being, through the sunnah and through the seerah. So when we look at our times, we say, how was the time of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam? Were there times in his life, in his seerah, where he was troubled or he was unfairly treated, or he was persecuted, or he was driven away from his homeland, or where people rejected him. That is how we see our role today in the light and the image and the mirror of the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, because he went through all of this and much more. But this my dear brothers and sisters we can only do if we believe as an aqidah that he is the perfect role model and he is the perfect source of guidance. Guidance doesn't mean that somebody's going to come to you physically and say this way and that way. We read the seerah and we read the sunnah But on which platform? On the platform of a perfect human being. If we mess around, and we indulge in hypothesizing, in speculating, in asking the wrong questions, what is the most fundamental question that every Muslim has nowadays here? Are we safe in this country? What should we do? How should we do it? Whatever it is we want to do. Then you go back to the seerah, see how Muhammad sallallahu alaihi was, both in Mecca and in Medina. And you look at the times when he was under scrutiny, when he was in trouble. Look at those stories and you will find perfection after perfection, as to how a human being deals with daily situations by putting his trust in Allah, by believing that Allah exists, and by using the formulae of dua, and by trusting the people who are around him, and by leaving all the results and consequences in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, without compromising principles without compromising values. Then you look at the Qur'an and you see all the other prophets Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned as perfect role models and human beings and you see how did they do? We always feel as if we are somehow the victim of a new phenomenon in human history and in Muslim history. So it is okay to fear, it is okay to be apprehensive, but it's not okay to start thinking, maybe our religion is wrong. Maybe we don't know what to do, maybe there should be another method, methodology. Maybe we should have other formulae, so that we can negotiate what's happening today, because what's happening today is very different from what happened yesterday, and that, my dear brothers and sisters, that's a mistake. Because human history is the same. People persecute, oppress, and then people resist, and they persevere. Sometimes the first group wins, sometimes the second group is. وَتِلْكَ nas? These are the days, and these are the types of warfare, if you want to call it battles, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alternates between people. Sometimes this group, and sometimes the other group. This is the nature of what happens in the world. When Abu Sufyan, who was not a Muslim at that time, went to the Herakal, Hercules of the Byzantine Empire, out there in Syria in those days. In his exchange, remember, he was not a Muslim. Yeah. Herakal asked him, what happens when, do you, do you guys fight? I mean Abu Sufyan, the leader of the Quraysh, do you fight with this person Muhammad? Abu Sufyan said, yes and he said, who wins? Abu Sufyan said, sometimes we win and sometimes he wins Abu Sufyan said Hiraqal said this is how all prophets are they don't win every battle and this is a non-Muslim emperor saying this to a non-Muslim Quraishi who is talking about Muhammad ﷺ. This is guidance. Yes, we struggle, we persevere, we resist, we take measures. But the idea that Islam and Muslims always win, that is false. That is not correct. And you look into the battles of the Prophet There were one or two in which they lost the battle of Uhud, for instance. But in the big picture, in the big picture, what is the guidance? The guidance is that prophets when they do anything, they do it for two reasons. One is to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because it is Allah's command. And secondly, they wish for reward in the hereafter first they long for reward in the hereafter that when I'm doing this I'm doing this because on the day of judgment if God forbid Allah asks me what did you do and how did you do it we can say we did it this way and we will be rewarded for that that is the guidance that sometimes is lacking in the Muslim community that in the Muslim community there is this underpinning assumption that because we are Muslim and because we have Islam and because we are on the right path we must win every battle every negotiation every conversation every dialogue every discussion every contention and we must win over everybody as soon as we have a town hall meeting we expect everybody to accept Islam as Allahu Akbar Abu Sufyan who was not a Muslim when he represented Muhammad Sallam in front of a non-Muslim emperor said sometimes we win and sometimes he wins and the non-Muslim emperor says this is the Shan and this is the way a Nabi is. Sometimes he wins and sometimes he does not win. That does not mean to say Allah's help is not there. It's a myth. This by the way is in Bukhari, for those who want to know. And time and time again, the Prophet ﷺ always encouraged the Sahaba, you do it for the right reason. You do it for, number one, to please Allah Subh'anaHu wa Ta-A'la, and number two, that you anticipate reward. Ihtisab means that you anticipate reward from your Lord on the Day of Judgment when you meet Him and when He meets you. This, my dear brothers, is called ikhlas. It is called sincerity. This is the guidance that needs to be brought forward in front of Muslims, not only today, tomorrow, yesterday. Yesterday. This has been constant guidance that all the awliya of Allah, all the ulama of Allah always spoke of, that when you do something in the name of Islam and for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you do it for their sake, not for your sake. Regardless of the conclusions and the results, this my dear brothers and sisters, is following the perfect guidance of the perfect human being. We make sure that right Allah Subhanahu wa Taala allows us to believe in Muhammad Sallallahu alaihi wasallam the way we should, and we make sure that right Allah Subhanahu wa Taala allows us to follow His role model the way we should. And may Allah Subhanahu wa Taala give us all comfort and afia and success in this world and also in the world hereafter. Amin ya Rabbil.